Alright, legends. Welcome back, dude, to yet another episode of Get Around Me. What a time it is to be alive. The pandemic continues, and so does this podcast. What more do you want, okay? Lockdown and this podcast will continue as ordered by our, our ruler, our overlord, Gladys. Insert last name, dude. There's a fucking fair few vowels in that bad boy, and I'm not going to attempt it on the air. But yeah, Gladdy B's got the old lockdown going. I got the pod going. We're all busy, okay? We've all got stuff going on. But after the success of last week's question-based episode, and I don't use the word success lightly, uh, we sort of rocketed past 500 views on YouTube. Um, I mean, I woke up, I'm not sure if, if The Rock put me on his Instagram story or what's happened there, but yeah, I mean, this is a groundswell like we've not seen before, okay? The restless JPEG has never seen such traction um, <clears throat> since, uh, since last year's drunk Christmas episode. So is that saying I should sort of, uh, you know, indulge in, you know, a $6 bottle of red every, every week or, you know, insert, um, another cheap, a cheap liquor? Possibly, possibly. Would I probably just end up a year from now, an alcoholic bloke who gets 600 views on his podcast? I think you probably would, dude. I think you would. And I think long-term, it'd be a bad idea. But there's no doubt that the marketing is there, that I should be getting drunk more often on this podcast. But anyway, here's the deal, dude. So, this week, we're doing Pelican of the Week. It's all Pelicans all the time, okay? Uh, Unless you want this podcast to turn into like a freaking full-on Olympics podcast, we're going to keep doing this weird shit until I'm allowed to go outside again and interact with some people and fill up this 40 minutes, okay? Because I need yarns, and this podcast um, demands them, and at the moment, I'm coming up short, okay? Unless something happens on my way to the fucking kitchen later today, you know, this is it. So, here we are, and, you know, while we're on the Olympics, what a time it has been. I gotta say, dude, if you want to appreciate the Olympics, be in a full-on lockdown for it. I think you'll start to appreciate the fucking badminton a little bit more. I don't know why I said it like that, but, but dude, Bachelor's on, Olympics on, Crossover's on. I want to do, I want to do The Bachelor. I want to do The Bachelor, but I want, I want every girl on the show when I'm on there to be a current player for the Australian Matilda soccer team. Channel 7 or whoever sort of looks after The Bachelor now, fucking, what do you reckon, lads, eh? That would be outrageous. I am aware probably 30 to 40% of them um, are lesbians, but I think, you know, we could get some of maybe the fringe girls from the training squad in just to sort of fill out the numbers. But my God, what a group of elite women. Dear God. I've been watching the Matildas play and I've got a crush on, I think I've, I've got a crush on people that were in the stands watching the Matildas. Like, Jesus Christ, dude, they fucking rip. Watching this Hayley Razzo chick knock over a Swedish bird the other night and I just thought, I'll have your kids. Get me pregnant, you know? There's just nothing more... There's nothing better than just pure talent on this planet. And if a chick's got rolled up sleeves and a high ponytail while she's doing it, you better believe Billy D's watching that. So, the Matildas are killing it. 
I'm not really doing anything. It's a Pelican of the Week special. Here we fucking go. So, to be fair, you know, all above board. So, we're going to do nothing but Pelican of the Week stories sent in by uh, the absolute legends that listen to this this thing. And uh, here's the deal. I'll, I'm going to tell one story, the one story I've got from the week, and then we'll crack in. And, uh, and that'll be that. It's basically just non-stop Pelicans. Non-stop. Okay? So anyway, the one story I've got from the week that was, and shock, it's COVID-related, but here's the deal. Me and Maka had to get, you know, our 7 millionth COVID test um, because some guy at our local Woolies had fucking SARS seven years ago or something, but we've been getting COVID tests like they're ham sandwiches, and, you know, I, I fucking enjoy a ham sandwich. So we're on our 17th COVID test the other day, and we got to go into, it's a drive through one, and you got to go in... And you get tested by a beautiful young Indian woman. And, and let me tell you if, you, if you're in the market for a COVID test and you have anyone but a nurturing Indian woman administer that test, uh, good luck to you. You know, good luck to whatever is left of your brain after you got some freaking 50-year-old white chick called Catherine just shoving, shoving a metal prong into your fucking cerebellum, dude. Okay, it'll be painful. But if you get... If you get some chick called Azar or, or whatever, our, our, our favorite lady's named Azar, and um, she's hilarious and she has a caring touch. So <clears throat> we're over there getting a COVID test and the car in front of us has to, they've got their COVID test. The lady's about a million as well. So she probably wants to get out of here. She's in the car in front of us. And then there's basically a little driveway up and to the left. It's about 25 meters, you know, 45 degree gradient etc and <clears throat> i think she's got a manual car and i'm thinking maybe she can't hill start because this old lady is she keeps trying to start the car and it's rolling back towards uh towards macca's automobile and uh <clears throat> sorry oh i'm in the uh i'm in the passenger seat and you know the car every time she tries to start it's rolling back further and further and like the indian ladies are starting to freak out this was not part of their training. You know, they're all in hazmat suits with the face masks, just going nuts, dude. Just running around. It looks like, the, you know, all the minions are just going nuts on, on fucking the movie with the minions are from. Dr. Evil or whatever. Um, you know, they're all just running around. Not a lot of leadership in the, in the group of Indian women, I got to say. We really needed Azar to step up and sort of, you know, rally the gals a bit, but it was chaos. So now we've got this thing where this old lady's car is rolling down this hill. Like she's got the handbrake on now, but she can't move it. And it's a weird one because it's like, do you get out and help? It's a COVID testing thing. So it's like, you shouldn't get out of the car. That's the whole point of the drive-through is that you don't get out of the car and you don't go near anyone else. But now it's like, the whole, there's about a line of uh, 17 kilometers behind us. People are starting to beep, okay? And let me tell you guys, if you beep at a drive through COVID testing facility, you are scum, okay? Straight up scum, all right? The, be- the beautiful Indian women and whatever bloody ethnicity the blokes are, you know, they're doing their best, okay? It's got to be the worst job on the planet. And we were getting beeped by people. It's like, it's like fucking hell, you've waited here for three and a half hours already. You can't wait another two minutes. So now it calls for a hero. 
And I'm the man on the job because, so I wind down the window. I said, uh, I said, do you want our help? And I'm thinking the Indian women are going to say, no, are you kidding? Stay in your car. But they're like, yes, yes, come and help us. And I'm the man for this one because we got a fucking, you know, a Volkswagen Polo manual. Needs to be hill started and parked accordingly. Oh no, does anyone here have two years experience at a Westfield valet? Oh wait, ring a ding ding, you've got the king, okay? So I'm feeling fucking confident, dude. I strut over to this to this chick's car and I'm I'm giving a wave to the line. I'm saying, don't worry guys. I'll fucking sort this out. I'll have you parked and shopping in five minutes, okay? Welcome to Westfield and have a fantastic day. Might I add, there's 25% off at General Pants, all right? I'm fucking ready to go, dude. So I get in this chick's car, ready to freaking, in my Ugg boots, ready to, ready. I'm thinking about just not even, just dropping the handbrake and just fucking, just giving it a bit in first, you know? Not even feeling out the clutch. I'm very confident. Anyway, after about two minutes, it becomes clear there's something seriously wrong with her automobile. Um, It's not starting. Even I can't start it. And like I said, my qualifications speak for themselves. So now I'm like, I go, babe, what's going on with your car? You know, this old lady's just like basically about to explode from the stress, you know? She's getting exposed to 57 different strains of COVID. Um, The Delta variant is, is is in and outside of her. It's covering her, you know? I'm like, what's doing? People are beeping. Macca's not doing a whole lot, but now Macca gets out of his car. And I go, well, fuck, we got to get this car out of here somewhere. So so now <laughs> I go, I'm going to drop the handbrake. We got to push this thing out of the way. So now, <laughs> so now I'm in this chick's fucking Volkswagen Polo. I got Macca and seven in- tiny Indian women, like... No, none of the Indian chicks are taller than like five foot one and they're all in hazmat suits. And then you got Macca in like an Arizona state hoodie and Ugg boots and they're all at the back of the car. And I'm like, all right, get ready to push. And Macca's like, come on, lads, drive with your knees. And these Indian ladies are like, we are trying, we are trying. Oh. <laughs> the, the Indian ladies have absolutely no, they've got no lower body strength at all. I've, I've never seen women with less power in their legs. Luckily, we got old Thick Pins McElroy bringing up the rear and we end up freaking sort of steering it out of the way and I, I, I was able to park that, that bad boy. Front front in, obviously, you know, given the opportunity, I would have fucking reversed that thing in with uh, quite a bit of ease. But, but yeah, um, we did save the day. I imagine we would have caught almost every strain of COVID in the process. Maka made out with one of the Indian nurses afterwards, which I did note at the time was particularly un-COVID safe. <laughs> but up until the making out, that all happened. And um, oh man, it was fucking hilarious. But it, it also completely rendered the test useless because I got tested. Then I jumped in a, another lady's car who, who thinks, you know, she's, she's getting tested for some reason. She might have COVID. And then like, we're all touching each other, you know, freaking hell. I licked one of the Indian chicks on the face. It was just, you know, it was not COVID safe at all. We had to go back and get another test the next day. But we did save the day, okay? Pelican of the Week goes to that freaking, that old, old biddy who clearly hasn't been servicing her automobile, you know? She probably lives in a, in a goddamn white tower in the affluent suburb we were in. And, you know, it's like, it's like, what are you doing, babe? You think, 
you think the the gals down here don't have it hard enough without you without you freaking leaving your Volkswagen Polo in the middle of the of the testing facility? This isn't an actual parking lot anymore, babe. Okay, it's been repurposed. I know it used to be a parking lot, but now it's not. You can't park here. So Pelican of the Week goes to her for just being absolutely pants, dude, and literally ruining everyone's day and giving me and Macca the Delta strain. But also, just to clarify, uh, we got tested the next day. Double negative, babe. So so anyway, let's sort of crack in uh, to the first Pelican of the Week. Okay, I'll take people's names out of these, obviously. Some of them are pretty embarrassing. Okay, so the first one, here we go. So, Pelican of the Week goes to my mate, Jake. At his birthday, we went to a cocktail bar function room that he booked out. He smacked a bag of various narcotics and blacked out for 90% of the entire event. He came up asking me if I wanted a shot and to meet him at the bar if I wanted one. So I went up with him and bumped into two other blokes he offered the same thing to. Next thing, four fireball shots and four vodka lemonade chases were ordered. And then the pelican Jake turns to us and asks, so who's paying? So after I told him to fuck off, he bullied his loser mate from work into picking up the $90 round. The worst part was that he did it a further two times. Okay, so on this one. Firstly, it is this bloke's birthday. He's obviously pretty keen for a few free beverages. All right. It's a great part about someone's birthday. Night off, you know. We always do it here. If, you know, we took Adzi out for dinner. I think the bill was $4,000. We had oysters for dessert. But Adzi did not pay. Okay. So I'm under- I-, I do understand the concept of wanting free stuff on your birthday. Here's the thing, dude. Can you just show like 1% of class and let the lads offer? And I'm wondering, had the lads not offered up until this point? Is this guy, had this guy been shouting rounds up until then? And then he thought, fuck me, lads, it's my birthday. What's going on? But the fact they were fireball shots tell me this man is not a man of integrity. Dude, fireball is a flimsy beverage for flimsy blokes, okay? Oh, it tastes like cinnamon. Yeah, dude, so does actual fucking cinnamon. You need to get a grip, okay? What do you want to, do you want a birthday cake or do you want to get fucked up? Okay. Choose your own adventure because I don't know what you're doing. So, and the fact that Fireball's like the go-to shot when he knew someone else was paying. Dude, if someone else is paying, I'm not getting fucking Fireball, that's for sure. So, and I will say Fireball, it's, it's pretty fucking fun, okay? It's pretty fucking fun. But it's a flimsy beverage, you know? What's in that stuff? Antifreeze and fucking broken dreams, dude. Accountants drink Fireball because it makes them forget, forget the numbers, forget forget what happened, you know? So here's my thing, dude. This guy, you need to let the lads offer to pay for your, pay for your beverages. I'm sure they'd be happy to, um, even though this bloke clearly wasn't. I think he took offense to, to you assuming he would pay. Not the, it's not the fact that he doesn't want to shout around. My other thing is you've got your two work friends involved and then turned to this bloke and said, who's paying? So if I'm, if I'm that friend, I'm thinking, firstly, now I've got to shout you a drink. It's your birthday. I'll let that slide. Even though you offered me, I'll let that slide. But now I've got to, your two fucking loser mates from HR, whatever weird company you work at, I've got to shout them two drinks each, do I? 
two drinks each for fucking two random blokes that you barely care about, you know? There's always the work friends at a birthday where it's just like, it's like, I mean, yeah, they're your work friends, but like, couldn't you have just fucking gone out for lunch with at the office, you know? Did you need to bring them here? They're always like much older than everyone else. It's like a 21st birthday. It's like, these are my mates uh, from work. Yeah. Like one of them's bald. There's like a full on like 43 year old man at the 21st. Yeah, that's Jake. He works in the warehouse. (laughs) Oh, sweet. Well, ask Jake if he wants three fireball shots and a vodka, a vodka lemonade because it turns out I'm buying. Absolute pelican behavior. Sort your life out. All right. Next one. Here we go. All right. This is another send in. Was at the gym and saw this hot Ranger girl. I said to my mate, where did the hot one go? And he said, oh, mate, I think she's in year eight. That is a spanner in the works because I am in year 12. And she goes to the gym at the same time as me. And she knows and all her friends know. Not sure if that's a pelican of the, of the week contender. Well, I can assure you, mate, not only is that a Pelican of the Week contender, it's also a criminal offence, okay? Um, she's 14, mate, and you need to keep your eyes up. Keep your eyes up on your weights, okay? These are supposed to be fun send-ins, but I appear to have attracted a local pedophile. Um, this is unfortunate. <laughs> uh, dude, okay, so <laughs> what's my take on this? Join another gym, you fucking creep. <laughs> Join another gym and probably join another school. Ask for early graduation. When you, after you leave high school and you get to, you start applying for unis, I would apply at once interstate. Okay. Your old life needs to be burned to the ground. There's no coming back from this. Okay. You've, uh, you're, you're, you're a known, you're a known creep around the town. Everyone knows you got a thing for 14 year old girls, mate. You're creeping me out. You're creeping the pot out. And, um, Yeah. Huge pelican vibes. Huge pelican slash pedo vibes. But yeah, I tell you what, dude, we've all been fooled by that sort of stuff before. You see, um, I was trying to think of an example, but the number one example of this was Billie Eilish for like three years. I mean, what was going on there? I saw a, a Billie Eilish music video like fucking five years ago, three years ago. And I remember thinking, this is the hottest chick I've ever seen. And then I like followed her on Instagram or something or Googled her. And she was like 15 or 16. And it was just like, now, now you're in the bathroom just scrubbing your eyes out. Just pouring fucking, fucking Glen 20 out of the can straight into my eyes going, unclean, unclean. <laughs> like just fucking, well, you know. But, uh, but yeah. I don't think this guy's an actual pedophile, but I still think you need to start a new life in another city. I don't think that's too much to ask. All right. Next one. Pelican of the week. This guy said he wants his friend named and shamed. Okay, this guy, Isaac. Name and shame. He heard that girls find boys with no body body hair attractive. And after consulting with his friends and being told not to, has decided to completely shave his legs in order to impress someone he finds attractive. Shock. No one, yet alone a girl, thinks it's attractive. Jesus Christ. He shaved his pins to get the attention of a local woman. Where to begin? Unless you're an elite road cyclist, you have no business shaving your pins, okay? I've had mates shave their legs over the years. I don't think it's ever led to 
I don't think it's ever led to anything. Firstly, like, are you like, where are you seeing this chick where she's always looking at your legs? You know, put on some goddamn jeans, you criminal. Why do you always have your pins out around this girl to the point where she's commenting on how hairy they are? My advice would be to, before you pull out the razor, mate, get down to your local Levi's and buy yourself a nice pair of fucking jeans, mate. Skinny jeans as well. And then get yourself some Converse. And then it's been my experience that after that, you don't have to do anything else, okay? Converse and skinny jeans is a timeless look. But I don't know. The fact that you freaking... The fact that you've shaved your legs to me is saying... I can't get this chick. I need I need something else. I need something to push me over the edge, you know? It's like swimmers shave their legs, you know, to get get that extra second off their time. You know, you you've gone for a similar thing. And uh, you know, it reeks of it reeks of beta vibes, you know? Also, how do you bring that up in conversation with her? Oh, hey Kate, how you going? You just fucking start stretching in front of her. <laughs> you just start doing calf stretches at fucking morning tea. I don't know how old these people are, but you just you just at the pub. You you wear like freaking short running shorts at the pub on a Saturday night, with your legs just fucking glistening, just all moisturized up, looking smooth. You just oh sorry, Kate. What's uh, what's happening with you? <laughs> like, yeah, dude, you're a pelican, and uh, it's come off as very needy and beta. And um, I don't know what you were thinking. I hope, I hope you don't get that girl. <laughs> I hope I hope you don't get her as a lesson, okay? As it's like Kung Fu Panda, mate. You know, there's no secret scroll, brother. There's no noodle recipe, okay? Chris Hemsworth, he hasn't got a freaking a, a a ten out of ten girlfriend because he's got the smoothest legs in town, okay? Spend less time on the fucking that Dove wax or whatever. I've never shaved my legs, so I don't know what, what utensils you use to do it. But I tell you what, whatever money you've spent on those, that's money you'll never get back. Um, I'd spend more time working on who you are as a person, mate. Maybe she'll fucking cozy up to a better bloke, eh? Hey? But yeah, dude, that's huge Pelican vibes. <laughs> it's huge. Oh. All right, next one. These are pretty good, I got to say. All right, Pelican of the Week. I once swam nude in St. Leonard's Fountain at 3am after a big night out because a chick said she'd get with me if I did it. So I did it and after two minutes of swimming around in there, I got out and then this chick pr- proceeded to say, that's fucking disgusting and then walked away leaving me shim- shivering in the cool night air. Also, I was 87 schooners deep. Okay. This is huge pelican behavior. Can't say that I haven't done something similar in the past, but was this recently? Because it's the middle of winter. I mean, if he's done this like last month, I mean, this guy, this is desperation is the fucking theme of today's podcast. Dear Lord, boys, how fucking, when was the last time anyone had a root who listens to this podcast? I tell you what, freaking last time Macca had a root, I reckon, I reckon, John Howard was still in power. I tell you what, that bloke's on a dry streak like we've not seen before. But some of these blokes are starting to freak me out. Um, firstly, again, it, it's coming off as quite needy and desperate. The old, will you get with me if I do this? You know, I like where the head's at. I like where the head's at for sure. And it's 3, it's 3 a.m. <laughs> and it's fucking the middle of winter. 
dude, I, I'm coming around on this. I think I actually like this Pelican of the Week, but it's like, uh, the best part is now you're so wet and you got nothing for it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, this is just horrendous. <laughs> I want to know what's going through your head when you're like halfway through swimming around. Are you thinking, are you thinking this is it? This is what's going to get her. One more lap of this fountain and I'll be fucking rooting myself senseless in 10 minutes time. I think we both, (laughs) I just, I just can't wrap my head around this one. I wouldn't. Oh my God. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? This is huge, this one. Pelican of the week for sure. Oh, man. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious, dude. I like where your head's at, but here's the thing. Next time, did she tell you to do this? Like, why did you do this? Can you at least lean in for a kiss, attempt it before you freaking start swimming laps of the fountain? At least give her a kiss on the cheek and feel out the vibe. I mean, for God's sake... Has, has there just been like, you're just talking about university and then you go, right, if I swim in this fountain, will you kiss me on the lips? Yes or no? You have 10 seconds to answer. <laughs> oh, dude. At least there's got to be something before the fountain. I think that's where I'm at with this. Before the fountain, could you at least just sort of be like do you like me or something just anything there's got to be something before we just go right (laughs) fucking hail mary time lads i'm gonna it's minus seven degrees i'm gonna swim seven laps of this fountain and hope that she's into swimmers i mean dude (laughs) that is fucking hilarious yeah pelican for sure dude but you know good on you good on you okay Next, Pelican of the Week. Now, this guy sent in a fake name, which is good. He goes, we'll call him Phil. Bit of a throwback to about a month ago. We were meant to go for a weekend in Melbourne for Phil's birthday, but COVID ruined that dream. So we went down the coast to another mate's shack instead. Loaded up the fridge with cartons, footy on the TV all weekend. Expectations were high for a brilliant bender for Phil's birthday. In the end, Phil successfully napped in the living room every day of the four-day trip, whilst everyone also well, sorry, whilst everyone else enjoyed his birthday, and without a doubt, was worst on ground for the trip. Disgraceful behaviour, in my opinion. Okay, few things here. Another birthday boy. Another birthday boy who's fucking dropped the ball. Here's my thing, dude. Firstly, it's your birthday. Okay. I don't really care about birthdays, but it's clear that your mates do, okay? You know, they're down the coast. They're ma- they've made the effort, okay? They've made the effort. Is it too much to ask that you do the same, you know? And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm tossing up between this guy's a pelican, you need to lift, and do you know what? He just sounds like he's fucking pants anyway. Just leave him there. I'm sick of freaking, I'm sick of revving up people who don't want to be revved up. You know, I, I used to be a club captain of a cricket club and like you just basically organize the social events. And that job is basically just desperately trying to get blokes who don't want to do anything to do something. You know, you're basically like, come on, we got this 
big club drinks event. Uh, you know, please come along. It's going to be so fun. And you're just begging people to come to these social events. You know, some guy who plays freaking fourth grade's like, oh, sorry, I've got a uni assignment in, due in three weeks and I've got to clip my toenails. And you got to be like, no, nah, come on, mate. It's a big club event. You'll have a lot of fun. And this, this story is triggering that for me. And you know what? I'm thinking, fuck this guy, dude. If he wants to nap all day, who gives a shit? The sort of bloke who'd be napping all day when the lads are, are in the fucking mix. I'd argue that he's probably not going to add much to the freaking scenario anyway. You know? A guy who's choosing to nap in this situation. What other choices is he making in his day-to-day life? You know? I think, I think freaking streamline the squad, form up. We've lost the dead weight. You know? We've used his birthday as some sort of a cover story to just go down the coast for no reason and sink piss. I love this. Okay? I think this boy is... This boy. This lad. I don't know. When I say the word boy, it just sounds weird. This boy. Is that not creeping anyone else out? I think that guy who was hitting on the year eight bird is sort of freaking me out a bit still. But, but dude, this bloke, fuck him. Don't give a shit. Let him, let him sleep 24 hours a day like a fucking koala for all I care. All I care, you know? I think just let him go. Why, why, why do we need to take time out of our day to sort of try and rouse him when he doesn't want to be roused? I don't think he wants to be roused. So I reckon just fucking leave him. Who gives a shit? You know? That's what I think. All right. Next one. All right. This is a big one. All right. I've got a good pelican of the week, Billy. Years ago, I was at my cousin's wedding and my auntie was hosting a foreign exchange student from Africa. Deng. D-E-N-G. I don't know how to say that. Him and I share this honor of being Pelican of the Week. Oh, that's nice. He was doing one of those chocolate fundraisers at school to raise money for his basketball team to go to some tournament or whatever. And since he was the only person that was my age at the wedding, I was hanging out with him and helping him sell the chockies. During the wedding, these things are fucking flying out of the box and we couldn't sell them fast enough. The next day after the wedding, we've sold all of the boxes and that should have been that. We then had the brilliant idea to reinvest the money into more lollies that we could then continue selling. We then bought $50 worth of crappy convenience store lollipops. Shockingly, we didn't sell any of these bad boys and we lost all of his chocolate money. Unfortunately, I cannot recall whether Deng made it to that basketball tournament or not. But not our best move and for this reason alone, I am too scared to invest in the stock market. That's fucking hilarious, dude. Well, now I've sold these chockies. So this is this is Pelican stuff because here's the thing, mate. Here's the thing is people love those Caramello Koalas and the, and the Freddos because, you know, you don't really get them elsewhere. When was the last time you just knocked over an extra large Caramello Koala? I don't think you can buy them at the shops. Uh, if you can, you know, then that's pretty sweet. And I've, I've sort of taken the last decade off. But the thing with the large Freddos is you can't get them anywhere else. That's the value. That's why people love them. Okay. Um, lollipops that's where it went wrong for me the lollipops you're selling chocolate okay if it's not broken we don't fix it so you've gone why not i like the reinvesting i like where your head's at you guys are your forward thinkers you know poor dang how much did he know about this heist 
it sounds like he was sort of along for the ride. Um, here's my thing. You made the money on chocolate. You want to reinvest. Let's reinvest in chocolate, okay? You should have bought more of the fucking Caramello Koalas. If it's not broken, don't fix it. You get to 100, you start again, you know? I used to love it in soccer, like, when you're up, like, 7-0 against some stupid team, you know, just a bunch of Make-A-Wish kids. And then, like, one of the lads, always, like, the coach's son or some shit, would be like, you just put in, like, your eighth goal. And you, the coach's son's like, nil all, boys, we start again. And then the other team's just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Nil all. That would have been me if once you guys sold all these chockies. I would have been like, lads, nil all, we start again, you know? This is vintage complacency. You got rich on chocolate and you thought you were above the law, you know? Oh, we're selling so much so much chocolate. We, we're so good at selling. It's not the product, you know? There's an arrogance there. There's an arrogance to thinking that you could just sell whatever you want and make a shitload of money, okay? So what you've done is you've disrespected the cabaret company, Okay. You thought that your sales skills were responsible for those numbers, not the beautiful chocolate itself. So you're a pelican and you're a poor pelican because you lost all your money. And I like to think that Deng is out there shooting some hoops right now. I really would. Um, but yeah, I don't know what he's up to. I've never met him. So yeah. Next pelican. All right. Here we go. All right, this is a long one. Alright, this might be the last one. This is going to take me fucking 24 minutes just to read this. Um, okay, so here we go. This one's pretty blue as well. My mate once went to a brothel in Amsterdam. Everyone say a Hail Mary before we proceed with this story. I mean, I'm reading ahead and there's some there's some blue things happening. Everyone say, th- pause the podcast and say three our fathers to cleanse yourself before we proceed with this this very blue story. Um, all right, so here we go. My mate and I were in Amsterdam and we went to the red light district one night. I was I had a million schooners and decided to try my luck with one of these Amsterdam prostitutes I'd heard all about. So I went in there. Uh, I went into one of these prostitutes and she said, it's 300 euros for fuck or suck. Uh, so I gave her 300 euros. She proceeded to give me a 10-second hand job and then say I would have to pay more money if I wanted more time. I didn't know what to do, so I panicked and said, no, no, that wasn't the deal. She then, my pants were on the table, she then went into my wallet and took the rest of my money, proceeded to suck me off for another seven seconds and then, and then said, get out, time is up. I didn't know what to do, but before I could do anything, there was a massive man at the door who said it was time for me to leave. Absolute pelican behavior from me. (laughs) Oh, dude. (laughs) This guy got fucking rinsed. All right, so a lot to unpack here. Wow. Okay. I don't know where to begin. What do you even say about this? I mean, the integrity of this prostitute is up for debate. That's for sure. I'd like to know a bit more about her. But I don't know, dude. It sounds like this guy was like, I'm assuming kind of like an 18-year-old, 19-year-old. 
Uh, it sounds like you just got absolutely staunched out, staunched the fuck out, dude. And um, I mean, that's what you get. That's what you get when you're overseas. You know, uh, these things happen. I got to say, if I was this chick, why wouldn't you do this? She could either root you for an hour for 300 euros or give you a 10 second hand job and then just get this huge guy to fucking tell you to fuck off and then never see you again. You know, what do you, it's, it's not, this isn't, you know, HBF insurance or whatever. There's no HR department. There's no, there's no, uh, complaints line to call up one, three, one, one, three, one, call up with any queries. If you got ripped off by one of our prosies, you know? This is the real world, brother, okay? And it sounds like you got a pretty fucking good taste of it. Um, I mean... <laughs> um, yeah, dude, it sounds like you just got fucking done, hey? And that happens. I remember I once... Uh, this is sort of not even close to what happened to you, but I'm going to try and relate. Uh, <laughs> I fucking love this story. <laughs> so... When I was in Thailand, this is not going where you think it's going. I um got one of those like tuk-tuk taxi things, the little motorbike things. And I and the guy was like, oh, 200 baht. And I so I get out like a little, my cash or whatever. There's like 500 baht there. So I give him 200 and he just takes the other 300 out of my hand and goes, oh, this is for my beer money. Thank you. And I go, what? And he goes, it's for beer. Thank you so much. And I was like 18 or 19. I was like oh, okay, okay, like, I did, the guy just full-on stole all my money, so, and he didn't even have the freaking decency to, to fucking jack me off, you know, so, I mean, who's the real victim here, it's kind of starting to sound like me, to be honest, I mean, yeah, dude, you're in the red light district in Amsterdam, and this is what happens, I'm wondering how many people this happens to, is this a common story, Does, has this happened to anyone else? I've got a couple of mates who just went in there and, and had sex for an hour with the fucking prosy. So I don't know. I don't know what you, what vibe you're giving off in there. I don't know what you're, I don't know what you're doing, what you're saying, what, what your attitude's like. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm, I'm not too well versed in this sort of stuff, but I tell you what, I don't know, dude, it sounds like you just got fucking robbed, but they had the decency to at least give you a 10 second hand job, you know? I think let's flip let's flip the perspective on this a little bit, you know? Was this a horrible incident or did this robber have the decency to give you a, a short hand job, however brief it was? You know? Is this is this prostitute is she a horrible person or a kind-hearted criminal just trying to get ahead? Interesting. A lot to think about, a lot to unpack. Um but yeah, dude, I think yeah, be positive and just think yeah, she fucking robbed me, but, uh, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. That's not even, like, it's not even a funny story to, to like, tell your parents. <laughs> Sorry, mum. Yeah, I'm having a great time uh, in Amsterdam. Unrelated to this city and the stuff that goes on here, I need more money. There was an incident last night. I, I'm not going to go into it, but there was an incident. Um, it's, you know, it's a bit blue. Obviously, international calling right now. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I need more money, okay? <laughs> so, send it over ASAP and uh, and yeah, once again, I will not go into the incident. <laughs> oh, dude, that is fucking hilarious. There's some pretty good stories in there. A lot of, uh, 
yeah, a lot of a lot of fucking blokes losing losing the plot out there, which I very much relate to. So, so there you go, the Pelican of the Week extravaganza, and I got to say that was a lot weirder than I thought it was going to be. I was thinking blokes would be like, one time I was at my fucking cousin's 16th birthday party and I tripped over and fell face first into the cake. <laughs> you know, that's what I thought we were sort of fucking going to get here. You know, maybe some more like rollerblading incidents, you know, this sort of stuff. But my God, the lads are out there in the trenches, you know. And this is what I'm saying, you know, all these beautiful stories we just heard, they none of them happened in the confines of a strict lockdown. And I think that's the problem at the moment. You know, I need to get out and about, you know, who knows what would have happened on the weekend if the if everything was open and life was normal. I might have been the one swimming around in a fucking fountain hoping hoping some chick kissed me on the lips. You know, that could have been me and that could have been 17 minutes worth of content. So, you know, the the uh the the podcast specials will continue. Send in some suggestions. I still want to, I just want to do something fucking weird with this pod i don't know what but something different i just don't know what it is yet so yeah keep sending me ideas um a lot of people message me saying they want maca on the pod um after i explained last week that he was the episode 100 guest and he was terrible at it uh, i you know fair warning um he doesn't want to come on the pod i've asked him like 47 times and also he receives messages on instagram from like random cunts being like you should go on the pod Okay, he doesn't want to come on the pod. So I'll just put that out there in the world um, for anyone who has uh, sent me that idea. I do appreciate it, but he doesn't want to come on the pod. Uh, but anyway, that's that for this week. Another week down, dude. Another week down. Uh, do I have anything to plug? No. No, I've got a fucking... Check out a stand-up clip, dude. I'm releasing stand-up every week on, uh, you know, the various socials. Give my YouTube channel a follow before it fucking continues to skyrocket. And, uh, you know, there's some real momentum with the Restless JPEG. I think we can all agree. But, but yeah, dude, give my stand-up a bloody look and um, tag a friend in a, in a video. If you want to tag a friend, do it on Facebook. It seems to... Facebook is back, dude. I don't know what's going on. You post a video on Instagram, you know, only your fucking mum sees it. But Facebook, you know, I got death threats from some bloke in Tennessee yesterday. I mean, what a time it is to be alive. What a time it is. But yeah, dude. So yeah, check out a stand-up clip and uh, and tell a friend about the podcast and uh, and have a bloody good week, dude. Thanks for listening. Way too long, way too long. Yeah.